there was this one person in there who sent out an email the week, you know, everyone was sending out emails, you know, being very clear about their stance. And he was very much like, you signed up for a marketing newsletter, so that's what I'm going to talk about. This is business, this is politics. And what a privilege that he gets to separate those two, that politics and business don't overlap for him. What a privilege that you can separate that out and you don't even have to acknowledge this, that this doesn't even affect you even the least bit. Welcome to the Hella Rich Podcast, a podcast for women of color entrepreneurs who want to get hella rich in time, money, and joy with your business coaches, Allison Carpio and Nadia Deala. So today we're talking about a very important topic that's near and dear to our hearts. And okay, we said that for the last episode, but this one's important too. And that's why it's episode number two of our podcast. So We're going to talk about why women of color need their own spaces. There are so many reasons why we decided to intentionally support only women of color entrepreneurs in our business, our Let's Get Hella Rich membership. We can go on for hours for Mm -hmm. this episode. I'm sure Nadia's like in her seat, ready to say something, ready to jump in. I've been (laughs) waiting for this episode since we first started talking about podcasting (laughs) together. I just knew this was coming. Right? So this is a bit of our origin story, technically. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. just the whole reason why we even doing this podcast, right? For women of color. This is also not just our business, but our podcast is a space for women of color. Exactly. So for me, it goes all the way back to a couple of years ago. You know, for a while, I was part of three masterminds. If you're not familiar with masterminds, it's like a smaller group usually 20 or less people of high-level entrepreneurs. You get support from a mentor all throughout the year. You have your peer support. You're sharing resources. You're growing together. You have group coaching calls. uh, You're learning together. You have the same goal, et cetera, et cetera. So I was in three masterminds, and these are all for online marketers like myself with online businesses. And as you can imagine, I was always the only women of color in there, Mm -hmm. the only one. And I was also one of the youngest people in there. So whenever we had events, whenever we had Zoom calls, it was just this weird place to be. And it was like this, this weird space I'd like time travel to like back in the time. And it was very bro-y. Some were less bro-y than others, but there was one mastermind in particular that I was in for three or so years. And, you know, I'm glad I did it. It helped me get to where I am today. And I was, of course, maybe one of two women of color in there. There are about 10, 12 of us. And I remember back in June when George Floyd was murdered, I was voice memoing Nadia back and forth all day. A lot of shit was going down in the online marketing industry. There were ridiculous Mm -hmm. people like, Marie Forleo and Todd Herman just doing all kinds of foolishness. And I remember specifically in my group, when coronavirus first started, the tone was very much like, okay, we got to step up and lead. These people need help. Be a leader, uh, share your voice, you know, do whatever. Don't stop selling. Don't stop promoting. Don't stop your business. Leaders like that always show up, right? And during Mm -hmm. the pandemic everybody showed up in this business coaching marketing space. And it was very much like, 
be a leader, not in spite of, but during this time. Right. So when the Black Lives Matter movement uprising happened in June, that was not the tone at all. It was very much like, hey, this is not our problem. Like they would say, listen, but that was code for don't participate in the conversation. You don't have to say anything. You don't have to do anything, blah, blah, blah. Just continue business as usual. And that was like the in spite of do business in spite of all of this happening. And I remember a lot of the peers in my mastermind who I was really close with. I mean, it'd been three years. Like a lot of them were either like, I'm going to step back because I'm going to let someone else do this. Even though like a lot of us are building our authority, putting out content, you know, being leaders. These are the same people who were being leaders during the pandemic. And some of them were even like, you know what? I've been an ally this whole time. I have nothing to prove. <laughs> yeah, right? I have nothing, I have nothing I've, to I'm not going to jump on this trend just because it's trendy. And ironically, this person is also an open Trump supporter. So shut the hell up. So there was that. There was a lot of like sharing of all lives matters like posts. Mm-hmm. And it very quickly became an unsafe for me because it's like, this is something that's so important to me. And how are we supposed to lead during a time of an economic crisis? But when people are dying, we don't give a fuck. Like, that's crazy. Well, here's the thing. They forgot that you were a POC. They forgot that you were a person of color because Asians, the model minority myth, we are subject to that. That happens all the time in business where if you were, say, Latinx or a black woman, would they have said that? Right? Right. If you were a black man, would they have said that? Who knows? But my guess is they forgot that someone like you or who looks like us, because we're Filipino women, aren't impacted, don't feel pain. Like I was a mess for two weeks after George Floyd's murder. I was more focused on being out in the streets and marching and protests and seeing what I can do to help those in my inner circle Right. And even you texting me, I remember when you were texting me all the time, like, wait, 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 I need a sounding board. Is this racist? This is racist, right? No, it was more like, this is not a safe space, you know, right. like, like, clearly yeah. it's racist. I, like, but when you're the only woman of color, person of color in there, I had to make a decision like, do I say something or do I not say something? Right. Is it we're my that duty? To do that? And that's like a very, exhausting spot to be in. And I remember specifically, there was this one person in there who sent out an email the week, you know, everyone was sending out emails, you know, being very clear about their stance. And he was very much like, you signed up for a marketing newsletter. So that's what I'm going to talk about. This is business. This isn't politics. And what a privilege that he gets to separate those two. Yeah. Politics and business don't overlap for him. What a privilege that you can separate that out and you don't even have to acknowledge this, that this doesn't even affect you even the least bit that you can't even say something to your email subscribers. Yeah. This is why we need women of color spaces, y'all, because we do not have the option. We don't have the luxury or the privilege to separate race and business. We just don't. And as Allison was saying before, at the start of the pandemic, all these leaders rose up to the occasion. Everybody and their mama was emailing all their subscribers to their newsletters, like every single restaurant and every single cafe and every single app I've ever used emailed me. And then 
suddenly, I would say a quarter of that during the Black Lives Matters uprising after George Floyd was murdered this summer, crickets, right? And then those who actually did say some things, like some of the folks you mentioned, like Marie Folio, et cetera, they kept referring to one performative allyship post or this, that. And we just see through that, right? So I've been serving women of color in my coaching practice, solely women of color for years now, and only see this space growing, especially in these times, because we understand that other women of color entrepreneurs, we just can't leave that behind, right? So I know that when this was happening, tensions were high. I was more focused out being on the streets and marching and getting educated. And all of my clients were actually, and this is the beauty of working with women of color. So, you know, I have clients who are non-Black POCs and a lot of them were switching gears in their career and leadership coaching with me to ask, well, how do I continue anti-racism and work in business and in my career path or in my entrepreneurship journey, right? So this is something where as women of color, even if it's not happening to us or our lineage and ancestors, et cetera, we just understand that we all come from a place that was absolutely colonized and oppressed and how that impacts us in business today. It's internalized and we just can't separate that. And also one thing that I sort of realized fairly recently before I left that master, all the masterminds actually, people just didn't know how to coach me. You know, like I remember going to one workshop about money mindset and it was by this really super privileged ass white guy who just had it so good. Like I look at his life and I'm just like, yeah, of course, like you're where you are because, you know, you, your upbringing was so different from mine. So you just don't understand. And, you know, I was working on things like scarcity when it comes to money. And how can a white man who's so privileged even understand and let alone help me with my scarcity issues? They can't because no matter what he says, it's just not going to resonate with me and it's not going to... Like, I'm not going to believe it because he doesn't understand. So what I learned was hiring a woman of color mentor or a coach, they fundamentally understand what you're going through and you don't really have to explain to them what's going on as much. Yeah. Because of that, when they help you out with something, when they help you uncover a mindset block or, you know, something strategy related, you're going to reap the benefits so much more working with women of color. And I didn't really know that. Because I didn't know what women of color mentors or groups were out there. Luckily, more are popping up. And, you know, that's why we created our own. But I didn't realize how much I was missing out being in a white dominant space simply because there was no one like me there. It was really holding me back in many ways. And now that I'm not part of it, it's like, oh, you know, a lot of the things that were issues before aren't really issues anymore. Yeah. You know, when you receive advice from someone who just doesn't get it, you know, it's easy for me to say, yeah, that's going to work for someone else. That's going to work for Megan and Chad and Brad and Thad, but that's not going to work for me because 
we're just different people, you know? (laughs) Chad and Brad and Thad is our go-to when we're talking about bros. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. And, you know, we don't feel comfortable explaining the depth of our experiences as women of color and how that comes in. Because what's going to happen is what we saw in Marie Forleo's community where a lot of non-POC members were like, oh, well, this is about business. Why are you even bringing that up? And it turned into a mess. Or, you know, we're going to get folks like people in your mastermind who are like, I don't need to prove my allyship. Quite frankly, we're going to, you know, just because you and I are POCs does not mean we stop doing our anti-racist work, does not mean Mm -hmm. we stop doing the work to be more inclusive of others, even outside of the intersections of race and sex, right? So when we leave those spaces that are created for us, right, which we're lacking before, now there are so many, we're just going to get advice that doesn't truly understand our challenges and our mindsets that we face, they simply sometimes don't even believe it's real. It's crazy, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, Mm -hmm. this is very real for us and all our clients. And we have invested in ourselves all the time and have poured thousands of dollars on our own to get the support we need to grow our businesses. And I have always invested in either woman or fortunately, other women of color. And that has been amazing. That has been amazing for me and has always inspired me to create the difference. So when I started my first coaching practice for women of color a few years back, I was so scared because a lot of marketers told me, oh, well, I remember Google searching. And when something's not on Google, y'all, that's wild. But when I search women of color coaches, et cetera, there was only one that popped up on the search. And I was like, that is wild. And now there are so many. And Alice and I are so thankful for that. Like you and I are so thankful for that. But when marketers told me, hey, I don't think that might be lucrative. That doesn't need to be the sign at your door. Even other women of color coaches told me, that's not the sign at my door, but people see my face and my photos and my content. And that's what comes in anyway. And I knew in my gut that was part of the problem. And when Mm -hmm. someone tells me that I can't do something, especially when it's something so meaningful to me, I'm going to be like, "Mm -mm, let's try this. Let's do this. But really, it is lucrative. I've sustained and thrived in business for years. So we knew that to be true when we started Let's Get Hella Rich. And when we think about business, we just follow the energy. It is so important for women of color to follow our truth and be aligned with our values. And Allison and I just knew, and when I started my first business, I just knew that if I'm starting this business, I want this to be my experience and I want to serve who I want to serve and feel a calling to serve. And I think we felt the same way for that in Let's Get Hella Rich. And we never questioned once, is this the right move? We just knew because we were texting back and forth. We, Y'all, we basically started this business over voice memos and texts, right? (laughs) During that time where we're just like, God, I wish there was a space, right? Because I'll just get into it. This is aside from our talk around spaces for women of color. I was really craving more spaces 
because I gravitate more towards mindset coaching. And yes, I was working with spaces that were catering to women of color, but not exclusively for women of Mm -hmm. color. The majority were, which was awesome. And a lot of it is mindset, which, you know, your girl loves a good mindset session. You know that. But I was craving strategy, which Allison was craving mindset work. And then so we just kind of made this business baby. We were like voice memoing each other thinking, hey, are we making a business right now, girl? (laughs) Is this happening? And we decided immediately this space has to be for women of color because we just saw a need. Women of color only. Yeah. There have been a couple of people who wanted to join. Um, But, you know, we just got to turn them away. Yeah. Who wanted to join? That wasn't a woman of color, you mean? Or they like wanted to work with us and we're like, sorry, we can't. That's right. Some white woman, which is fine. Like it was cool. They wanted to show their allyship and share their gifts with our members. Was that right? I remember you mentioned that. Oh, that that. too. Oh, God. Oh, are you referring to something else? That's a different topic. That's like, okay, (laughs) that's. That's like some I don't even know what you're referring white to. woman who I had worked with before um, as a mentee. And she's like, yeah, I know that, you know, I love what you're doing for women of color. If you want me to do a talk, um, let me know. And I was like, no. <laughs> she was texting me and I was like, tell her that your co-founder, you were texting me. She was like, tell her that your co-founder said no, unless she can show some receipts, first of all that she has done anti-racist training or diversity, equity, and inclusion training where it would be safe to bring her in to our community and share her expertise. And also, I'm always certain that we can find another woman of color who does yeah, the same say no. exact <laughs> thing that can help out. Yeah, yeah. so we're, we're just saying no, but it's just the principle and container. And it's one of those things where it's so funny because I get approached for my coaching all the time by women of color right? Like, hey, I know this is for women of color, but I have some friends who are white women that would be awesome in this. And it's another white woman where she's not asking for her, quote unquote. I don't know if she was saying friends to be Hmm. defensive or blocking her from the rejection. But I was like, yeah, no, no, that's no, that's a no. So it's so interesting because we finally create our own table. We finally create our own spaces. And folks still be wanting to come up in our stuff. So point being is that we created this to support women of color, designed this for women of color, believe in the power of spaces for only women of color so that we can be safe to grow, to thrive, to explore, to really expand our business and who we are as individuals. And just so that you don't have to resort to bro marketers, the funnel bros, you know, back then that was the only choice that I had. Luckily, that's not the case today, Mm -hmm. but you don't need those white bros to succeed and to grow. In fact, they're going to hold you back just like they held me back. Likely a lot of other women of color experience the same thing. So yeah, find a safe space for women of color, you know, who share similar values, who who've been through what you've been through before and where you can get support from other women of color who just have similar lived experiences and know that you cannot separate politics and business because that's going to help you grow. And that's how you'll get the full benefits of it from your peers, your mentors and coaches you trust. 
because those white dominated places, it's all basic. It's not going to apply to you. It's going to be uncomfortable and weird. They act all weird around you. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's, and it's a weird space to be in. It is. And, you know, I think every woman of color who will listen to this will relate because even when you and I were still in tech, we were often the only woman of color in the room, in the team. Some of my clients are the only woman of color in their whole entire organization, right? Mm-hmm. And so we see that in business as well, in the coaching industry, in the marketing industry, in online business. So don't be afraid to invest in resources with a community that can relate to you and uplift you from where you are at. And just know that for every expert and mentor and community out there that's white dominated, there is an equally or possibly even better women of color equivalent out there. Yes. Just know that. <laughs> yes. And or better. I'm going to say, let's just say there's one that is better because it is so true, y'all, that women of color work thrice as hard for half the pay, half the recognition. So we know already that we are exceptional in our work because we have to be to survive. But our point is to really move towards that survival to thriving, right? That survival mode to a place of thriving. And we want that for all women of color in their businesses. So If this is you and you are a woman of color entrepreneur listening to this thinking, ooh, I want to be in a space like that and I'm in need of both mindset and strategy support to grow my business. I want to be up in the sisterhood and really be with other women of color just like me and be ambitious and get through my mindset blocks with other women of color then you can go to hellarich.com and see what our community and program is all about. Info will also be in the show notes. You get two biweekly calls per month, one mindset session where you get live group coaching so you can break through your mindset blocks. We all got them, right? Like regardless of what stage of business you are at, it is always new level, new devil. And we've got you no matter where you're at in your business. And you also get one strategy session because Allison and I know you can't do business without mindset and strategy, getting right, resetting, overcoming blocks and going for it. So we'll brainstorm on the spot or review anything you're building or creating and give you instant marketing feedback in the Let's Get Hella Rich community. You'll also get access to all our previous training recordings, like our amazing pricing workshop where we helped everyone in there raise their prices. You can rewatch that and then get feedback in the Facebook group. We have a couple members who've done it already who didn't attend live and our content workshop as well. Um, in addition to our signature flagship courses on mindset and strategy. In our Let's Get Hella Rich private community, you get on-demand feedback in between the coaching calls and coaching on marketing and mindset support. In fact, a lot of members have been posting their website copy for me to review, for example, and that's all included in the membership. So if you're stuck on something, if you're going through one of the trainings and you need help, if you're brainstorming something and you're stuck, or if you're you know, feeling a certain way about launching something about selling, anything like that, just post in the Facebook group and we've got you there. So you get the live coaching calls and you get ongoing support in our Facebook community. Just remember, you don't have to do business alone. Let's get Hella Rich together. It's a lot more fun that way. So we're excited to see you there. Head on over to letsgethellarich.com and we hope to see you there. (laughs) 
Hey, thanks for tuning in. And before you go, do us a solid and tap that subscribe button. You'll be the first to know when the next episode releases. But also, just as a secret, that lets the podcast gods know that this podcast is really freaking awesome and that other women of color entrepreneurs should be seeing it too. So tap that subscribe button for us. And also, we have this really awesome free Facebook group. It's a couple of hundred badass women of color entrepreneurs in there. It's called the Hella Badass Women of Color Entrepreneurs Group. And um, if you go to facebook.com slash groups slash hella badass WOC, you will join the party in there. Nadia and I are hanging out in there. There are tons of other women in there that you can meet and hang out with. Um, people are posting questions or getting feedback or just getting support. It's an all around good space like we talked about in today's episode. So hope to see you there and catch you next time.